0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Thursday, December 31st. Happy New Year's Eve. Uh, this is the final show of 2020. And joining me to break down the Week 17 DFS slate, the weirdest slate of the year, really. And the biggest slate of the year, because every single game is on Sunday, and only one is on Sunday night, uh, the great Frank Stample. Frank, what's up, buddy? I don't know that
1: I would label myself as great, but I do appreciate that, Will. And it's definitely an interesting slate, massive one that you mentioned. And most people are not playing in season-long leagues at this point as well. So I think that we're going to get a few of those stragglers coming over to DFS. So it really is, from all accounts, going to be
0: a massive, massive DFS Week 17. It's it's robust. It's Week 17. We don't know exactly what people are going to do. We're going to start, as we mentioned, position by position. We're going to talk quarterback uh, Mahomes, the most expensive guy, 8400 Lamar Jackson, 8,000. A questionable to Sean Watson, 7,700. Josh Allen, who is an interesting play because we don't know exactly how much time he'll get, 7,600. Kyler Murray says he'll play. He is questionable, 7,500. Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, have to win this game, 7,400. Who are your top plays at quarterback this week, Frank?
1: Yeah, so of those names that you mentioned, Aaron Rodgers is probably my favorite one play. I think he, they're not only playing to obviously lock up the number one seed in the NFC, but I think he is playing to put a stamp on the MVP as well. I think that's something that Rodgers wants to get. And he has performed well against the Bears. He's really performed well against everybody this season outside of, I think it was one game against the Bucks where he really didn't show up. But last time Rodgers faced the Bears, four touchdowns, 25.6 DK points back in week 12. And the, the salary isn't impossible. It's 7,400. I probably thought it would have been a little bit higher, but they have a pretty big team total in 29.5. That's the fourth highest on the slate according to William Hill. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, Rodgers is probably the guy. Mahomes, I don't think, plays. Um, Lamar, I like as a GPP guy. I think that the way that he's running right now, it's it's very reminiscent to last year. He's averaging over 80 rushing yards per game over his last four. He has four rushing touchdowns during that span as well. So I think Rodgers is probably the safest. I think Lamar has sneaky upside, and you might be able to get him at a lower roster rate. Um, those are probably the two that I like most. Josh Allen. I just, I don't know how much he's going to play because they're basically locked into the two or three seed no matter what.
0: They, they, the Steelers and the Bills are locked into the two and three. Right. The Bills have said they want to play for home field advantage though. So, but, I mean, Allen only played three quarters last week. Now he paid it all. So, I mean, it's yeah. it's fine. Like he was great. It might not um, matter.
1: And you, you, you could get him at a lower roster rate because of that. So we know what his upside uh, is, but I do wonder, you know, Diggs dealing with this foot and he was still great last week
0: too. Well, um, and, Don't forget, to. Cole Beasley suffered an injury that might cause him to miss the the Bills' first playoff game in the fourth quarter of a 30-point victory. So I think that has to be front and center in Sean McDermott's mind that, you know, against a good Miami defense, you know, Josh Allen probably not going to walk down Aaron Rodgers for the MVP unless he just explodes and plays all four quarters. So I think of those top guys, you have to rule out Mahomes. I think you have to rule out Deshaun Watson as good as the matchup is unless we just get. I don't know if you have to rule him out. You can, maybe, actually, maybe, no, you don't have to rule out Deshaun Watson because if his, if his hand is fine, and I, I don't know if you saw it during the game, but he hooked it on a defender's helmet as the guy was coming behind him after he'd thrown the ball. Yeah, It looked really painful. It looked gross. Yeah. Maybe he's more inclined to run because of that. Uh, I mean, it's a great matchup against Tennessee who has no pass rush and is, you can expose him deep. Um, but I'd rule out Mahomes, Allen, Kyler, uh, Russell is still playing for the one seed and has San Francisco. Tom Brady is locked into the five seed. Maybe he can go down to six. Yeah. I mean, they're, I think they want to play for that
1: five seed because if they win that game, they would face the winner of the NFC East in yeah. the first round of the playoffs. And obviously that's pretty enticing.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Ben Roethlisberger should be ruled out because he's not playing. Uh, I'm just looking to see who else. Those are all the start. Jared Goff obviously don't play; he's out. I wouldn't mess with Matthew Stafford, who's questionable. We've seen David Blau and and um, uh, Chase Daniel come in for him at various times. So, uh, what about a value play for you? Well, I, I do want to just hit on the mid tier real quick. The other, yeah, guy, sorry, that's that's I did a bad job of that. That's, no, no, um, you're
1: good. Um, outside of Rodgers, I think let's set Hill- the, let's set
0: the floor at seven thousand dollars for top plays.
1: Okay, so let's just quickly talk about Tannehill then too because obviously they're playing to get into the playoffs and potentially win the AFC South. So it's a massive game for Tannehill. And we mentioned it before, uh, you know, in these games where their totals are as big as they are, the Titans have an implied total of 32.5, the highest on this slate. Expected to score somewhere in the range of four or five touchdowns. Henry could go off. Tannehill could go off. AJ Brown, Corey Davis, they can all go off together against this Texans defense. This Texans defense just made Brandon Allen look like Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's embarrassing <laughs> how bad. It is. Seven Tom Brady. Yeah. So Tannehill at seven K. I think my three want plays are Rogers, Tannehill and Kirk Cousins at 6,300, uh, I think they're going to try and get Justin Jefferson that rookie record. I think they're going to be throwing a little bit. And the, the Lions defense, much like the Texans, they basically have just thrown in the towel. They've given up three-plus passing touchdowns in four of their last five games. They just gave up six to the Bucks last week. So uh, Rogers, Tannehill, Cousins are, are the ones I'm really looking at.
0: Okay. Rogers, Tannehill, and Cousins, I dig it. Uh, I'll have some interest in, uh, as we mentioned, Lamar and Deshaun Watson yeah, I think those guys are more GPP plays. Yes, for sure. I, I kind of ex- exclusively play GPPs.
1: Yeah, I, you know, and I'm probably play. the opposite. Like, I probably play more cash. Uh, just cash and, and head to heads in general. But I I've,
0: I've throw. Yeah, you probably have a better bankroll than me.
1: <laughs> I, I wouldn't be so sure,
0: Will. <laughs> I'm just looking for that big score. Like, I get it, man. I get I'm it. Here, I'm always here for the big score. Um Yeah, I wouldn't touch any of. I think that's pretty much the pool. Did, you said Herbert too. Herbert, I think, is fine,
1: and he's played better recently. Um, you could see the Chiefs' backups in this game as well. They've already locked up the number one seed, so there is some upside with Herbert. Same thing with Brady. I just, I think Tannehill for for just cheaper. I think his upside is higher. Um, and, I, and honestly, I wouldn't. be Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And I Herbert be could be missing. If.
0: Herbert could be missing Keenan Allen. Yep. and I think even Austin Eckler. So,
1: yeah, uh, I uh, I. Agree with that. Is, Cousins is like a thousand cheaper than both of those guys.
0: Well, yeah, nine hundred. If I'm playing for anybody, if I'm playing anybody at quarterback, I want them in a game where they have to win, where they, where they, their team is required to win the football game.
1: Okay, so you might want to get off of Kirk Cousins if that's the case, just because there's no implications there at all. But- I don't think they'll bench him,
0: and I agree with you; they do want to get Jefferson the rookie record. Uh, and Cooks, Dalvin Cook is out for this game. Um. I don't know. I just think Lamar and Watson doesn't have to win, Lamar, and he's hurt. So so Lamar, Rogers, Russ, I guess Brady counts, and Tannehill. I think that's probably my group, although I don't hate Mitchell Trubisky. I guess yeah, that would I, be value plays.
1: He was the last one I was going to mention. Just as like a sub 6K quarterback if you're looking for someone. He's playing well. Most of the games he's played are against bad defenses. Um, He's 5,600, so if you're looking at someone in that range, I think Trubisky's probably the guy. But it just feels like, Will, that this is the game that the Bears really need, and this is just the Trubisky meltdown. I can 100% (laughs) see it. And the Packers' defense, give them credit, man. I, I keep waiting for them to come back down to earth. They're just getting it done. They're playing extremely well, especially in the secondary. So I like Trubisky as like a punt, lower price quarterback, but I also think that there's a pretty low floor for him as well. If you really want to get crazy and pump the quarterback position, mm. Mason Rudolph is
0: 4,300. <laughs> oh, boy, I don't know about that. But I don't man. think you should. Yeah. Uh So we think – I'm just going through our top plays and plugging stuff in because Debo's disappeared on me. Uh Tannehill and Rogers, and do you want to add Cousins or Russell or Brady to there for top plays? I would probably put Lamar. Okay, I had Tannehill, Rogers, then Lamar, GPP, and Deshaun, GPP.
1: Yep. And, and cousins, I think is in that mix. If okay. you just want to narrow it down to five.
0: Okay. Cousins. So that's our five, uh, value plays. Eh, there's not really, there's just not really a lot of value on the slate. Like, I, I don't, not a quarterback. It's just really Trubisky. Andy, I'll throw Andy Dalton in there. They're playing to win. Yeah. It's a big one. That's a big game. And he actually won a, he won a couple tournaments for people last year or last week because they stacked him with, uh, <laughs> With, I said a buddy text, text a group thread he said, I just got my first round of the vaccine. Somebody's like, whoa, whoa, how did you qualify for it? He's like, anybody who won the fantasy championship this year gets one. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually a healthcare. He like, he's involved in healthcare, but I mean, like it's, it was, it was amusing that that was his response, especially to the defending champion. Uh, so yeah, Andy Dalton, a decent value play. I agree. I don't want to really want to mess with Trubisky. Tannehill, Rogers, Lamar, Deshaun, cousins, top plays, and then avoid Mahomes, Allen, Kyler, Herbert, and obviously, Ben Roethlisberger, who should have an O next to his name. At running back, there are two guys at the top, and then there's a huge drop-off because Dalvin Cook has been ruled out, and I I can't imagine Christian McCaffrey plays in this game. That would be insane. Yeah. So I'm going to come out and say that McCaffrey's not playing against the Saints. The Panthers can't be that stupid to play him when the season's over. And the two guys at the top, Alvin kamara Who's playing at Carolina? The Saints are still alive for the number one seed. So I think anybody can get the one seed, and there's no it's done in the AFC, but in the NFC it's Seattle, New Orleans, and Green Bay. Like that buy is so valuable that I I would I would be shocked unless we don't, maybe Sean Payton is doing some crazy scoreboard watching, and he sees Packers up huge and um and Seahawks up big. And he's like pulls guys out, but that doesn't seem like, I don't think the Saints would do that given how sort of they struggled on offense. So I think Kamara is perfectly fine. And then Derrick Henry, again, they're playing win and in. Uh, those are the top two values. Are you going to be playing uh, either of those top guys? Yeah. I think you have to have
1: one of them and you have to choose. And as of now, and this is going to, I'm a little mad at myself for feeling this way, but I think Derrick Henry, I think Derrick Henry is the guy, even though. We know he's not going to catch passes. Alvin Kamara's coming off the 59 fantasy point game, six touchdowns. He's much more likely to catch passes, which is conducive to the PPR scoring format over on DraftKings. Uh, but I just think Derek Henry, the last time he faced off against his defense, I th- think that was, yeah, he scored 43 DK points in that matchup. And we know how bad the Texans have been all season long. They just made Samajay P. Ryan look good. Mentioned, you know, they made Brandon was Allen. Samaj P.
0: Ryan was, looked like... Like Barry Sanders or Damon Smith in his prime, Again. he looked like Derrick Henry. Yeah, it was <laughs> so imagine,
1: wow. Now imagine what actual Derrick Henry is about to do against this defense in a game where they just got shut down against the Packers. It's a must-win game. I, I think that they just ride him and he gets you know something like twenty-five to thirty carries, and it's just absolutely massive. And I was fooling around. I was I was trying to see if you can pull this off. You can. You can have both of these Rodgers, Devontae
0: Adams, Derrick Henry. <laughs>
1: No, I mean, I don't. I didn't try that. I'm not that crazy. Will, but um, <laughs> I tried both running backs, and it's doable. You have some other running back value that we'll get into. You probably have to use Trubisky at quarterback. Um, you know, you're going to spend down a tight end if you do it, and, and you're going to spend down uh, at defense. But it's doable. But just realize you're probably not going to have anyone else over six k in your lineup if you have both
0: these running backs in. Uh, and just for a point of reference, Frank, last year the Texans and Titans. We're squaring off in the final week of the season. I believe the Texans, the Titans, excuse me, needed to win that football game in order to make the playoffs. Because the Titans, the Texans were 10 and five, and the Titans were eight and seven. Sound familiar? Uh, at that point, do you, do you recall offhand, because I have it in front of me, do you recall offhand what Derrick Henry's stat line was?
1: I don't, but I know that he typically just smashes everybody in December, so I'm going to assume that it was some kind of massive like 30-plus fantasy point game.
0: 32 carries, 211 rushing yards, and three touchdowns. (laughs) I mean, it's the exact same setup, except the Texas defense is worse. The only possible reason that I would be worried about it, and this is kind of stupid, and I'm not going to allow myself to get tricked by this is that's that, t- that speech JJ Watt gave after the game last week where he's like angry and challenges teammates to show up. But I mean, this is a team with a bottom five record in the NFL. I mean, good luck getting these guys to show up in week 17 and tackle Derrick Henry. That sounds like hell based
1: on what you just said. It is not outside the realm of possibility that he rushes for at least 223 yards to break 2000. I think it's entirely
0: likely. My Mike Vrabel would be fine getting him that record.
1: Yep, and it it, like he might need 35 carries to get it done, and it might happen. Like that is possible. That is a possibility for Derrick Henry this week.
0: Yeah, and if he does that, he probably wins Offensive Player of the Year. You know, you you've already paid him. I do think they want to save him for the for the playoffs, certainly because you know that's something you want to do. But uh, down the stretch last year, from week ten, did he miss a week? What's going on there? Um, anyway, the final, his final six games of the season, he had 139 carries, 896 yards and 10 touchdowns. Like, and it propelled him into a historically great postseason where he, the first two games of the playoffs, he ran for uh, 34 carries, 182 yards and 30 carries, 195 yards. I mean, it's, you have, you kind of have to play him.
1: I will just say, I think the only drawback to playing Kamara and Derrick Henry is that both games could potentially get out of hand. Will. So uh, there's a chance that we don't see these guys play in the fourth quarter or even the second half. It's entirely possible.
0: Yeah. Uh. Do, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. You you got to win the game or else you're out. Not in the, and like Deshaun Watson loves to come back. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what does the lead need to be to get to, for him not to be on the field? Probably three touchdowns. Yeah. 35, 14. Derek like, Henry scored. The oh, I, defense is bad too, so now you know we could get some back and forth. Well, I mean that's my thing is like, I if you're Mike Vrabel, you can't like tell Derek Henry to put the coat on and and send it out. I mean it's and, and and last year against the Texans, he scored a 53 yard rushing touchdown to make it a three score game with two fifty four left in the game. Two of his touchdowns came in the fourth quarter. Um, Man, they, uh, I'm trying to see if they ran anybody else. I mean, Deion Lewis had one carry. Johnny Smith had one carry. They are a little deeper this year. So it's possible Darrington Evans gets involved or Jeremy, is Jeremy McNichols still healthy?
1: I think Evans has been the guy. Evans has
0: been the, yeah, like it wouldn't surprise me if Evans got a couple series in the second half,
1: but wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah.
0: So that would be the, that would be the drawback. Um, moving along to, the next tier, guys, we drop down to David Montgomery, who nearly burned the entire free world last week before he plunged in on a late touchdown. I completely faded him and was like, giggling the entire game. <laughs> and then, of course, they got a huge lead. He's the only running back. He got the carries. He scores. Montgomery at 77. Nick Chubb in a must-win game. for in, uh, Montgomery must-win game. Nick Chubb must-win game. He's 7,600. Eckler, 7,500. My guy, Jonathan Taylor, seventy-four. Aaron Jones, 71, David Johnson, 68, JK Dobbins, 67, a must win game there. Uh, Miles Gaskin, 6,500, a must win game. A questionable Zeke Elliott in a must win game at 6,400. DeAndre Swift, 63, Mike Davis, 63, Josh Jacobs, 62, Chris Carson, 62, and Alexander Madison, 61. Of all those unnecessarily long list of names I list, I put out there. How many, who, who intrigues you?
1: I think Jonathan Taylor is the absolute smash here, and he is the pivot off of if you don't want to spend up for both Kamara and Derrick Henry, uh, I'm perfectly fine going to Jonathan Taylor. He's 7,400, he's going up against the Jaguars. Remember a long, long time ago, first couple months of the season, we were talking about the Jaguars and how their run defense was actually playing better? It's that That is gone. That is existent anymore. They are giving up an average of 188.3 total yards to running backs over their last six games. They've given up eight total touchdowns to running backs during that span. Taylor has played 55% or more of the snaps in three straight games. Seems like he's taking over that role. Uh, he's kind of like a Derrick Henry light. He's just he's running hot right now. Um and, and the Colts are really kind of just riding him to the postseason. So I think we probably see another twenty touch performance. And against this defense, I I think he pays off that price tag.
0: I played Nick Chubb over Taylor last week because I kept staring at the Steelers matchup. And even though we talked about it, we're like, this could secretly be another good job of the Taylor week. Yeah. And when he went in for two touchdowns, I was ha- like having like heart palpitations. <laughs> That's your guy too. That's your guy. I know. And I finally like faded him and he wasn't, he was 1% owned or something like that. And he could have had a really big game. Frank Wright got away from the rushing game. I would expect that he's like 30% owned in this one. Yeah. I, think, I think it's going to be pretty massive. Yeah, he'll be the chalkiest play of the day. I mean, you could go Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry and start your builds from there. And then, even if you really want to be aggressive, you could bring back the that stack with. Um, I wouldn't mess with the Jaguars. I don't think, although they could keep it maybe closer than people believe. But you could bring back to Sean Watson and Brandon Cooks against a bad Tennessee defense, and and then you have Taylor on an island there. Um, I am interested. In Nick Chubb for the same reason that we were not interested in Jonathan Taylor last week. The Browns are in a must win spot. They're going to be, and, and they're having COVID issues right now. So we got to see how that plays out. Um, we have to presume they will get some of their players back. You know, like you'd love to see, uh, uh Wills back out there. I, I just think that the Steelers will probably rest a good number of the starting defenders and they weren't very good at the run anyway. It doesn't matter to them if they win or not. I think they'd love to beat the Browns, but whatever. Cleveland has to win to get in, and Chubb could have a nice bounce back game in a spot where people are going to look at this and see, you know, eighth ranked, the big the Red 8 next to him, and maybe he goes off.
1: Yeah, I'm completely with you. I I think there's a chance the Steelers rest some of their starters on defense here. Nick Chubb, you know, consistently getting 15 plus carries, he gets to goal line work. Um not going to catch many passes, we know that about him. You know, much like Jonathan Taylor, he's kind of like a Derrick Henry light, where he just breaks off these long runs, and he's using the red zone, and that's where a a big bulk of his fantasy value comes from. So I have him in this discussion of like GPP mid to high tier, high priced running backs, uh, along with David Montgomery, seventy seven hundred. While you know you you faded him last week, Will. He started the streak
0: against the Packers, and and by the way. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey won't play this week. Matt Rule yep.
1: just announced so today. As go. expected. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. And, uh, but just getting back to David Montgomery, 7,700. I wouldn't play him over Jonathan Taylor because Taylor is cheaper, but I, I think that you will su- see the roster rate suppressed on Montgomery. And if they want to play keep away and keep the ball away from Aaron Rodgers in this game and really give themselves a shot to win because the, the Bears need this game, I, I think it's probably on a 25 to 30 touch David Montgomery day.
0: Mm. And, uh, just so we can go, uh, I believe Patrick Mahomes won't be playing this week either. So go yeah. ahead and rule him. he's He's just not playing. So go ahead and rule him out. Um, Chad Henny time. You want to play Henny? I mean, I'm
1: kind of 5100. I'd rather play. I'd rather play him than Mason Rudolph. I'll tell you
0: that much. I, I agree that completely. It does lead me to ask you this though. Clyde Edwards Hilaire's out. They're playing the Chargers who aren't a very good defense. What, I mean, do we think, oh my goodness gracious, Mike Davis isn't playing either. Oh no. Okay. All right. Well, how, much,
1: how much is Rodney
0: Smith? I, that's 4K. Is he the, I mean, so that means the chalkiest running backs are going to be Jonathan Taylor, Alexander Madison and Rodney Smith, right? So what I'm thinking is
1: people will spend up for one of Henry or Camara. And go
0: with Rodney Smith.
1: I think a lot of people will have Jonathan Taylor either as a second running back to that group or just pivot off of those guys, those higher price guys, and go to Taylor. And we will see a lot of punt running backs. And what I will say about Madison is he didn't play last week. He's still kind of dealing with this concussion. So if he's out, he's 6,100, you probably get some kind of combination of Amir Abdullah and Mike Boone. Both of those guys are 4K. And get ready for it, Will. Amir Abdullah revenge game against oh, the Lions oh, oh, inside of kidding.
0: a dome. Let's get it. Oh, I, I can get down for that. Um, but there I, are other like, just like
1: punt, punt running backs will like, there's a bunch of them this week. Uh, if Cam Makers can't play Malcolm Brown at 4,300, there's no, um, Daryl Henderson. He's already been placed on IR. So we know that Malcolm Brown, if he gets his backfield to himself at 4,300, that's an absolute smash. Pay attention to the news on the Chiefs. If, if they do not play Le'Veon Bell, and they say Darrell Williams is going to start forty eight hundred, or if they say Darwin Thompson's gonna start, he's
0: Ooh, that's a that is a quintessential, like baby Niles Davis, week seventeen, Andy Reid special. Because Niles Davis wanted people a bunch of money back in the day when he went bananas in week seventeen. Yeah, I mean, I think what we could see, Frank, is people so now people I think people could get off of Derrick Henry. Go down to these cheaper running backs. Cause I mean, the price is already set. They're going to load up on these cheaper backs like Rodney Smith and, um, Nile, da- I mean, Nile Davis, uh, and Darwin Thompson or Daryl Williams. And if once you do that, it, it unlocks your ability to go get Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and then still get two more really good receivers. So right. I would, I would, I would guess that we might see, could, could all of this news that and it really isn't happening in real time as we're recording the pod. Could it get Derek Henry down to like 20, 20%, 15 to 20%? Probably not. He'll be over 20.
1: He'll be over 20 for sure. But I, I think you're on something because people now have to make decisions and they have to figure out, well, am I going to spend up for Henry? Am I going to spend, spend up for Kamara, uh, Jonathan Taylor? Because you can't play all of them with, with this running back value. You have to get some of this running back value in, whether it's one of these guys, two of these guys, um, and then people are probably going up to Devontae Adams at wide receiver. So, we could see this suppress the roster rate for all all three of these top running backs that we've talked about, which makes the slate more interesting. Again, it's week seventeen, that's why we're talking. This is a slate where even more than like matchups and usage and red zone and and all this and target share, you have to pay attention to the news. Every yeah. single piece of information that comes out, it's a lot like playing DFS in in, in the preseason, where you just yeah, great point. You have to just pay attention to like these random nuggets that you're getting. So, um, I. I still have even a few other punt running backs that I haven't even mentioned yet. AJ Dillon at 4,900. Yeah. They have a huge lead. He went off last week and he, he looked like the guy that they, they drafted as early as they did. Um, Dario Gumbawali played 70% of the snaps. He's 4,500. Ty Johnson. There is no Frank Gore this week. LaMichael P. Ryan tested positive for COVID on Wednesday. He's not going to play this week. Ty Johnson, if he gets 15 plus touches against this Patriots defense at 4,300, there's just another name. So like, I think we're going to see roster rates all over the place, Will, and, and you have some interesting decisions to make when it comes to which punt running backs you want to play.
0: Um, I, I think this probably takes anybody like, G, not like you would be really playing with given who they're up against, but like Gio Bernard, Kenny Drake. I mean, this 5,400 group of guys is just almost untenable except AJ Dillon at 4,900. You know, I don't hate Gus Edwards at 4,900 either.
1: I don't hate it either. Um, could be just. Could be playing with a massive lead there, so. Well, that's my thinking is that they don't use Dobbins with a massive lead against Cincinnati, and it's Gus Bus time. Yeah, and, and if they're winning at that point, they they know that they need a healthy J.K. Dobbins for the postseason, so they're probably not
0: going to push him too far. We we've seen them restrict his carry. J.K. Dobbins carries in a game that was a blowout. Um, was it who were they? Who who they? They blew out somebody in the last three weeks. They restricted his carries. So Daryl Williams slash Darwin Thompson. If no Le'Veon, obviously. By the way, Todd Gurley, currently priced below Samaj P. Ryan and Darrell Williams in Daily Fantasy. What <laughs> what, a, what a fall from grace that is. Uh, You mentioned Agunawale.
1: Should we mention Miles Gaskin? Sure. Must-win game for the Dolphins. Coming off a game where he just had 19 touches in his first game back. He had 33.9 DK points, and he's going up against a Bills defense that – just got ran on by the Patriots, so I mean, I don't think I, Pete. There's so many decision points this week that I, I think you know, these guys in the six to seven K range will are just going to completely get overlooked. So Gaskin at 65, David Johnson's running hot. Titans' defense is not good. He's 6800. So it all starts at the top. You have to figure out your punt plays, but if you want to sprinkle in some of these six to seven K running backs, they you're going to get them at
0: such a low roster rate. If you get somebody who pops off, exactly, and Buffalo. Probably won't be playing their all their linebackers. So Gaskin could end up having a big day. Um the oh, one other guy that I'll just throw out here before we finish up running backs, and sorry for all the news that broke while we are doing it, but it extended it. JJ Taylor looked really good for the Patriots on Monday night. I, I don't I mean he got you know, I think he got uh six carries for thirty eight yards, but really explosive. He's he's a he's in four K even. I, I almost wonder if I mean, they're playing the Jets and the Jets run defense was even pretty good against the Browns, but I think the Patriots should be more creative with the, the way they attack. If you wanted to go completely off the radar, like what if think, what if the Patriots give JJ? Like they're like, Hey, look, it's week 17. We're out of it. Uh, our only concern. We don't really even care if we beat the Jets. You know, you want to beat them just because they're the Jets, but like, you know, let's see what JJ Taylor can do with a full workload. I mean, I don't think that's off out, out of the question. It's not. And we've seen it with Patriots running backs
1: before and, You will get him at a sub 1%.
0: If I do a 20 team or 20 lineup, like, you know, it's the $3, 20 line, you know, 20 max where you, you know, you really have to differentiate your lineups. I would absolutely include him in my player pool at like 10%, 5% exposure. So just on the, in the, or even 3% exposure, just in the event that like he pops off, you have such huge leverage on the field.
1: Yeah, just throw them them in one lineup out of 20 see what happens.
0: Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, wide receivers and tight ends. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes,
1: legal and administrative and customer
0: support at robert half we know talent visit roberthalf.com today we didn't mention who to avoid for running back but it should be pretty obvious a bunch of them are out so don't play the guys with the big red o's next to their names right i mean that seems fair yeah <laughs> i mean it's gonna be fluid you know it's gonna be fluid across the board so let's go to the wide receiver position where obviously Devontae Adams is the top option on the board, 9,200. The Bears have a good defense, but it hasn't been elite necessarily down the stretch. And if you're playing Aaron Rodgers, you have no choice but to stack him with Devontae Adams, who is rolling along in absolute monster fashion.
1: Yeah, it's just he only has eyes for Devontae Adams, especially in the red zone, just – touchdown monster all season long he's been far and away the number one wide receiver in fantasy points per game winning people championships we all saw what he did in week 16 so if you're going to play Rodgers you absolutely have to get Devontae Adams in and do you have to bring it back with someone I mean this might be you bring it back with like a David Montgomery I don't know how many people are going to think about doing something like that but I think if the Bears find a way to put up points in this game it it probably comes on the back of of David Montgomery, um, Robinson, 7,700. It's not bad. The problem is Jefferson is Justin Jefferson is $100 cheaper. Yeah. And inside of a dome, massive team total. I talked up Kirk Cousins, the rookie record. I, I, I think
0: Jefferson's in for a massive spot. I agree. They want to, they want to give him the numbers. It's a good selling point. You know, the, the Vikings are a bad football team with a bad defense and they need something to make sure ownership isn't, Yeah, you know, I mean, where you, you know, in the offseason, you go to ownership. Hey, say, look, you know, not a great year, but Justin Jefferson broke Randy Moss's record. We got something cooking. Dalvin was awesome. Um, Stefan Diggs, 8100. I, so I think you have to avoid Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins for injury and or rest purposes. I know the Cardinals are playing for their, their playoff lives, but we don't know how healthy Kyler Murray is. And that would be a concern for me with DeAndre Hopkins. Although I will say, plus he's going to draw. Uh, Jalen Ramsey the whole game. Yeah, I, I just don't know how you play those guys. Um, DK Metcalf. Metcalf Kevin is three hundred.
1: Like, this is this is the lowest the salary has been yes, it is. since since wow. I mean, I I'm scrolling all the, since week seven. This is the lowest the salary has been since week seven. But do you know
0: what happened after week seven? He played the 49ers, and he went off for twelve catches, one hundred sixty-one <laughs> yards, and two touchdowns.
1: Yeah. That was, uh, that's a nice little 43 burger that he put up against this 49ers defense. So, yeah. man, as a GPP target, uh, DK, I don't think you're going to see the roster rate very high. And you know, I'll just mention Adam Thielen because, I mean, obviously we're talking about Justin Jefferson. I'm sure many people are going to be touting Justin Jefferson this week. Thielen in the same game, in the same spot, inside of a dome with this massive total could actually potentially be a leverage spot. So, yep. I don't hate it.
0: Okay. Uh, anybody else? AJ Brown, I think is a perfectly Fantastic play.
1: Yeah. I mean, definitely a GPP target for sure. I mean, the, the upside is massive. The floor, um, not as secure for someone at that, at that cost. So probably not for cash games, but if, yeah, I mean, for any type of tournament he, setting. He needs to score
0: massive. He needs to score and probably needs to score a long touchdown. You could do, you could, you could do something with, um, Adams, Brown, and Metcalf, which is just so, like an absolute, like ceiling buster wide receiver trio, and then you go and grab these just dinky dunk running backs, toss them in there, hope the two of them pop. I, I think you can probably get Rogers there.
1: Yeah, and if not Rogers, I, you can get Tannehill. So either way,
0: yeah, maybe yeah, maybe we go Tannehill there, and because the thing about uh, Devonte Adams is if he has a if he has a pretty good game, like I think Tannehill can have a really good game without AJ Brown. You know what I'm saying? Like like. Devonte basically goes as Aaron Rodgers goes, or Aaron Rodgers goes as Devontae goes. Right, right. So maybe the ceiling for Dan Hill is even higher, especially if you, you have natural leverage off of Henry in that spot too. So you could go with a couple of, of cheap ass running backs. <laughs> I don't know if you throw in AJ Dillon, like throw in, um. Yeah, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm building it out right now. Rodgers, Ty Johnson, Malcolm Brown, Devontae Adams, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown. You have 3,400 left for your tight end, your DST, which is Perfectly fine with sort of the Browns in at 2,500 going up against Mason Rudolph. Oh, that should be a fun game. Maybe you gets smacked in the head by a helmet
0: again. <laughs> it's Mason Rudolph revenge game. <laughs> it is. Um. By the way, I, I wouldn't even sleep on the Jets at 2,300. We'll get to that in a second. But. Yeah, that's not a bad one.
1: Tight end, Irv Smith, yep. no Kyle Rudolph. Uh, and that gives you
0: 3,900 for a flex. Oh, I got a 4,600. Oh, I went with Rodney, I went all the way down to Rodney Smith at running back for 4K. Very nice. I mean, you, you can, so you can make that work if that's, if that's a route that you want to take. And that is, man, that is the ceiling on Adams Brown and Metcalf are all individually is so freaking high that if you can even get, I, I went like thir- 25 combined points from those two running backs, you're, I mean, you, you could potentially, that's how you win a, that's how you win a, a GPP. Um, I'm looking at the, the 4K, I mean,
1: what you have available at this point, you can go any of the Vikings running backs if Madison is out, your boy JJ Taylor. Lots of stuff.
0: Uh, Alright, well, uh, so back, back to, back to the wide receivers. This is a, a somehow a DFS tangent. um and you know what, if you didn't want to go uh, AJ Brown, you go Corey Davis, who was smothered in their, in the, in the Titans last matchup, but that's because he drew J.I.R. Alexander, cause that's the side of the field he plays on. He's probably in line to have a much better game, and Tannehill loves looking his way. Uh, by going down to Corey Davis from A.J. Brown, you save a $1,000 there. So that's not too terrible. Uh, Brandon Cooks at 6,900. If you think that um, uh, uh, Deshaun Watson is healthy and will play the whole game, I like Cooks, of course. Michael Thomas out, Brandon Ayuk out. Any interest in the Tampa Bay uh, pass catchers?
1: I mean, Evans is on a roll right now, but the, the problem is the price is now up to 7500 and he's right around names like Jefferson and, and Thielen and Metcalf, who presumably could have more upside just because they spread the ball out so much with the Tampa Bay Bucs. And I still kind of worry about them resting players in the second half of that game or whatever. So I'm probably not going to be in on the Bucs
0: wide receivers. Okay. Uh, I don't think you can play any of the Steelers wide receivers. I agree. Just can't do it. How Robert about, Woods. How
1: about, oh, sorry, go ahead. Robert Woods, 6,300. No it's Cooper it's Goff. Yeah, no Jared Goff. Who's the gentleman they have playing quarterback? John football? Walford.
0: Uh, yeah. AAF superstar. John Walford, yeah. He runs the ball a lot, actually. He's he's actually kind of an intriguing... I don't think you can do it. He's 4,900. 4, day offense. Interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, Marquise Brown. <sighs> I tire of Marquise Brown. Yeah, He did catch an early touchdown last week, and I thought he and Lamar were going to, have to be making some music. And then the the way the game ended up going, they got um, the ball close to the goal line and just couldn't convert. T.Y. Hilton is at least intriguing at 5,800 against the Jaguars defense. He could have a big game. Omari Cooper at 5,800, I mean, sure. You can talk me into that. Or C.D. Lamb at 5,200. Or so- go right back to Michael Gallup.
1: Yeah, with the Cowboys, it, and I've said this about the Bucks the past couple of weeks, they spread the ball around so much that just give me the cheapest wide receiver of the three, and Michael Gallup is 5K and clearly has a good rapport with Andy Dalton. He just had a massive, massive game, and I had a few Gallup lineups last week that that paid off in a in a pretty good way. So uh, I would be willing to go back to Gallup at 5K.
0: Yeah, he'll probably be more popular at 5K, but again, if we see people go down to these cheap running backs, maybe you know they end up going with the big time receivers and you get him for a fairly low roster rate. Mike Williams, I know Keenan Allen would be interesting against KC. Uh, I don't know about T. Higgins this week. He was great He was great last week after a slow start. Any value plays at wide receiver for you?
1: Um, yeah, I'll hit on a few of these punt options. Uh, Sterling Shepard, though, I just want to mention in, in that mid-tier, 5,200 going up against the Cowboys in a must-win game for the Giants. We just saw Shepard have a pretty good game last week as well. Jamison Crowder at 5k. There's a lot of wide receivers in this range. Five, you know, low 5k. Uh, Jamison Crowder threw a touchdown last week, caught another touchdown. Of course, the Patriots do not have Stephon Gilmore in their secondary. So, and we just saw, oh my God, what Stephon Diggs did against them. So Crowder yeah. at 5k is someone I would be interested
0: in as well. Uh, if you're punting the position. One of uh, the- while we're on the 5k range, I would say too, uh, after being, after criticizing, uh, Twitter followers, for not having any Twitter followers and then getting sort of roasted in the media, Jerry Judy got 15 targets last week. It sort of felt like they were feeding him and he had a nice game, had some bad drops, but that could be a situation where as they head into the off season, they're like, we need to see what we need, Judy, to put up some numbers. So people aren't talking about him as the seventh best rookie wide receiver.
1: Yeah. And he's only 42. So he's even cheaper than some of these oh, other right. guys. Yeah. sorry. About. Uh, if you're looking to just spend down, I think Gabriel Davis or John Brown at 3600. We don't know if John Brown's going to play yet, but uh, assuming obviously Beasley doesn't play, if they start to rest some of these guys, then I think uh, Gabriel Davis probably more than anyone could could see a lot of run in this game. Same thing with the Chiefs. Pay attention to that situation if they rest those guys. McCole Hardman 4200. Byron Pringle is I think 39, so he can be one of their top targets, uh, and then Josh Reynolds
0: with no. Cooper copies 3200 That's a great call. I can't do Brashad Perryman um, or Denzel Man City Crowder, I'm yeah, fine with. If, yeah, if you're going to spend for a Jets wide receiver, has to be Crowder. Des Bryant is a little interesting. The Ra- Bengals are just – although, because William Jackson, I think, is out, right? If He's likely out. Uh, you know what? I'm not playing Des Bryant. What am I talking about? <laughs> yeah. He just has I mean, to it's, catch a touchdown.
1: It's, it's touchdown or bust, and he just doesn't see a lot of targets outside of that.
0: Yeah, uh, that's probably it for those lower-tier guys for me, I think. All right, let's look at tight end. Where? Irv Smith, we mentioned. Actually, he's not a bad option. At the top, of course, Travis Kelsey, 8,600. He's been the best tight end in football all year long. He is the best fantasy tight end maybe ever. Maybe? I don't know. He's got at least a claim for it, but I don't know that you can play him this week if Patrick Mahomes is out.
1: No, you can't. And I think there's even a chance that we don't see him play yeah. All that much. And, uh, you know, by the time you're listening to this, they might have already said he's not going to play at all. So if that's the case,
0: Ricky Seals Jones, 2,900. Mm. Super punt. A Serious super punt. Uh, super Darren Waller at 7,100. He should, I mean, get plenty of targets from Darren, Car- Derek Carr. I mean, that's still pretty pricey though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, that's pretty pricey there. And based on everything else that we're talking about this week, it's, uh, it's tough to spend up
0: at a tight end. Also, what is the Raiders motivation? Like I, don't think they're going to bench or sit while they're down. But I mean, you don't want him getting hurt. You got you got paid already. Uh, George. Same thing with George Kittle. Is there a motivation to play George Kittle, who had four catches for 92 yards against Arizona in their Saturday win? I mean, you know, maybe they want to play Spoiler, but you're running the risk of Kittle any sort of like randomly minor injury, and he is getting pulled. All, you know, um, immediately. So I would be careful there. Mark Andrews, uh, don't mind at all as a stack uh with Lamar Jackson. Robert Tanyan is he's just expensive. He needs to catch a touchdown. TJ Hawkinson. Uh, none of these are really appealing options. Frankly, uh, I, I think we're probably going to
1: that sub 4k range and we're spending down at tight end this week. That's I think you're right. How it's looking right now. I mean, Evan Ingram is 3,700 must win game against the Cowboys. Defense has been suspect all season. Uh, Evan Engram has been suspect all season, if we're being <laughs> honest.
0: <laughs> yes, um, he has.
1: But um, I do like, I like Engram in this range. I like Irv Smith Jr. brought him up, 3,900. He scored two touchdowns last week. No Kyle Rudolph in this game. Uh, Hayden Hurst scored a touchdown last week. He get, he's got him, 10 targets in the last two weeks. Hayden Hurst just hates me because whenever I played him, so you see all these like 1.9, 1.7 games, that, that, that's when I was playing Hayden Hurst. As soon as I stopped <laughs> playing him, 12, 15.7 last week.
0: Uh, yeah, uh John Smith. Smith, will work.
1: John Smith is 38.
0: Yeah, I probably prefer Irv Smith over him, but, um. But well, if you, but it. if you, let's say you're rolling with Tannehill, why not, you know, I mean, I don't even hate the idea of Tannehill, Henry, Johnu, and Corey Davis as a stack. Yeah, a lot eight. of Titans, but, I mean, they're playing to win. They're playing to get the playoffs. Yep,
1: and he has 12 targets over his last two games. Scored a touchdown in Week 16. Yeah. Jimmy Graham, revenge game? Eh. eh. It is. He's just, his production has been so fluky because Cole Komet is on the field more than him, but, yeah. I don't know, Graham's just randomly scoring touchdowns. I, I wouldn't do it. Man, they're not. Tight end is ugly this week. If Hunter Henry remains out, Donald Parham, I was, I had a bunch of him last week.
0: Yeah, so did, so did me. because so he was,
1: he was min at, at 2,500.
0: Didn't work out very well. Yeah, there's not a whole lot out here at tight end. So, I mean, I think I'm probably just going to load up on Irv Smith. And, and, and you know what? Maybe Mike Gasecki. If he, Gisecki, he had four catches guy. for 54 yards in his first action back in uh, a week and he, you know, he caught a test, touchdown in three straight games before getting hurt.
1: Yeah, he seems to be the go-to guy for... Have they said... I mean, I assume two is going to play,
0: right? Yeah, but it could be more fits out there. Mm-hmm. So I would say... I mean, I'm probably looking at somewhere... Hawkinson, Fant, Gaseki, Irv Smith, and Johnu. I'm probably just going to, like, X out everybody else and just go with those guys. Maybe yeah. Parham and Funder Henry's out.
1: Yeah, I like that. Ingram
0: too. I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah include Ingram. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, who's your uh, chalk play of the week? You don't care how highly rostered he is, you are going to play him.
1: Jonathan Taylor,
0: 7,400. You're on the Jonathan Taylor bandwagon now, huh? Yep, I stole him from you. That's <laughs> fine. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll be playing him plenty, too. I'll take Derek Henry. I mean, he ran the ball 32 times for 200-plus yards and three touchdowns last year in this exact same spot. Mike Vrabel does not want to miss the playoffs. Mike Vrabel is gets to feed his bell cow. The guy, who the guys at established run refer to as the big dog, Mm -hmm. in a spot against the worst rush defense in football in a rivalry game that you have to win to get into the postseason, and while doing so, you actually happen to make you stick it to one of your chief opponents because you beat them and they have to give away a top five draft pick. Hmm. So, I I mean, Henry, I know he's expensive. I know you got to work around him and it lowers your wide receiver uh, stuff. But man, I mean, he is. He could go ballistic in this game. He, he can break a slate like nobody else at the running back position. And if, if he, if he goes off for 203 touchdowns and you don't have him, you're not winning a tournament. And you are also on Henry over Camara, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure I'm not crazy. I think the Saints could scoreboard watch a little bit Mm -hmm. and the matchups. I mean, the Panthers have nobody. So I, think, I, think you should, I think, in fact, I would even suggest there's a natural pivot towards Latavius Murray. What yeah. was he? I didn't, We didn't mention him. I, I like Latavius Murray. Or maybe he's, anyway, you give your super value play of the week. I'll look up what Murray is.
1: I am going to go with one of the tight ends here. I like Irv Smith. He is 30, I believe he's 3,900. Uh, he's he's playing well. So 3,900 at the Lions. I mentioned I like Kirk Cousins. I like this game in general. It's It's indoors. Nine targets last week for Irv Smith, two touchdowns. I'm in 3,900.
0: Okay. Uh, Latavius Murray, by the way, this is a Latavius Murray week because the Panthers rush defense is awful. Sean Payton will want to shorten the clock and get a win and be watching what is happening with Green Bay in Seattle. and Seattle. Cause he, you know, he's going to know whether or not he, if, if Green Bay's winning, he can't get the one seed. And at that point, I think it's just pull Kamara out, maybe get Breeze out of there and Jameis hands off to Latavius Murray. We've seen him. Uh, has, against the Panthers last time, 11 carries, 47 yards. He does have that one monster game against Denver where they knew they could just stomp on their throats, 19 carries, 124 and two. And last week had 12 carries for 72, even in that game where Kamara scored six rushing touchdowns. So like, I think there's a chance for, um, for Murray to be a very, a, a nice pivot off Kamara, who may frankly not be that, uh, might not be that rostered because he's expensive and there's tons of cheap, uh, options. At running back. I'll say uh I mean is JJ Taylor foolish? Probably. It feels like a little bit of a hmm.
1: go with your gut, Will.
0: I mean, I feel like yeah. they could I feel like they could end up just running him like crazy. Who did I mention as the as a value play at wide receiver? Oh, uh is Jerry Judy Is he under he's under He's he's forty two hundred. Ah oh, crap. Um I can't <laughs> Oh, uh, I'll say Daryl Williams or Darwin Thompson. They're both over 4K. Damn it. I can't <laughs> <laughs> figure it out. Uh, I'll say Rodney Smith. He's four, he's 4K even.
1: There you go. There
0: you that go. works. Yeah. I think you're going to get it. Somebody's got to carry the ball for the Panthers. You know, yeah, he probably gets 15 touches at 4K. Yeah. Why, yeah, why not him? Uh, Rodney Smith he doesn't even have a little profile picture on there. So nobody's going to play him. <laughs> All right. That's the, uh, that's the show. The last, last, well, I guess, I don't know if we're going to do DFS in the playoffs.
1: I think we're going to do some DFS stuff on Twitch. Oh, that's right. I don't right. know about on the podcast though. So this, this might be our, our last
0: DFS podcast together for a while, Will. Or at least till next year, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. For Fra- Oh, happy yeah. New Year's. Uh, go celebrate it in, uh, in grand fashion. May 2021 be better to us than 2020. Uh, for Frank, I'm Will. See you guys.